Hi, I'm Jonathan. And I'm Jeremy. And welcome to Inside Quotes, the show where my brother and I discuss our favorite childhood movies. This is gonna be fun. We can stay up late, swapping manly stories, and in the morning, I'm making waffles. Since we were kids, we've been obsessed with movies and have found ourselves always speaking to each other in movie quotes. To the point that we formed many inside jokes, or as we like to call them, Inside, inside quotes. quotes. That was bloody brilliant. Each episode, my brother and I will be taking turns picking a movie to rewatch, review, and relive the magic of our childhood. Mm. I know some of these words. We hope you'll join us for the ride, and maybe we'll make a few inside quotes of our own. Enjoy the show! And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. This is going to be a good episode. I can feel it in my nuggets. <laughs> Alrighty. This week's episode, we're doing Surf's Up. Up. Not down, all around. Surf's Up, the major ocean picture. That's right. That's, that's big, right. That's on the movie poster. Uh, this movie was posted. No, this movie was released. This movie was uploaded to YouTube <laughs> around 2011 in 10 parts, nine minutes at a time, because that's the upload limit. <laughs> no, no, it came out movie... 2007. Uh, it was directed by Ash Brannon, who... Oh, actually, and Chris Buck, which we have no idea who they are, but... No clue. But actually, great job. Great job, guys. Ash Brannon actually was one of the animators for Toy Story and Toy Story 2. Mm. Quite tasty. It's quite tasty. I will say that. Um, so, Jeremy, what's, what is the first thing you think of when you think of this movie, Surf's Up? Honestly, it's the perfect teen movie. All I could think of. Teen movie? Teen movie. <laughs> teen movie for kids. Teen movie for kids. Yeah. Pre-teens or that's, tweens. That's pretty angsty. That's it, was, it was a kid rebelling against his family. And moving away, and accomplishing his goals, and meeting his meeting his uh. Oh yeah, pause it. <laughs> I just realized it was on yeah, that whole yeah. time. <laughs> Not again. So Ash Brannon, he's known for Surfs Up, being an animator on Toy Story, and Toy Story Two, which is probably one of the two greatest animated films of all time. Yep. And then. Tying in a close third is Rock Dog from 2016. <laughs> Those are his only never heard of it. Four directed movies. <clears throat> That's all he's done. <laughs> I'm sure he's done more than that. No, he's just directed four. Wow. He's well, got surfs up the last thing he ever did. No, Rock Dog was in 2016. Oh. But nobody cares about. There's a sequel to this movie. He didn't work on it though. I guess. No, I don't even think anybody. Is, I, it's probably with John Cena. Wild guess. Yeah, it's like some wrestling movie. <laughs> Surfer wrestlers. Let me look that up. Surf's Up 2. John Wait Heater is man. still in it. John Heater. Shia LaBeouf oh isn't. He went off the deep end by that point. <laughs> what year was this? 2017? Yeah. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf was with a bag on his head. It's a movie with a dumb sequel that nobody ever watched. There's plenty of those. Straight to, straight to VHS, huh? <laughs> this probably wasn't even straight to DVD. 
Ten years. So the original came out in 2007. This was the only later. important one came out in 2007. Nobody asked for this. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> needs that. The Surf's Up 2 is directed by Henry Yu. Okay, well, never mind. He did Hotel Transylvania, so that's actually pretty good. <laughs> so when I think of this movie, I remember 2007 coming out. 2007 coming out. The yeah. movie came out in 2007. And Shia LaBeouf had, like, just gotten done with like even stevens and all that and like 2007 was like this like big year it was like prime shia labeouf like i'm a real man making movies he had the movie disturbia came out 2007 oh yeah then surfs up and then yeah and then transformers like all like early to like mid 2007 and it was the biggest year for shia everything he did just it just it was like shia blow up (laughs) and the same thing kind of happened with john heater yeah. So John Heater, you know, everyone well, knows him from Napoleon Dynamite. He started getting booked on stuff. And that same year, he was in this. He was in Blades of Glory. With he was in Benchwarmers the year before. Well, year before, Benchwarmers, and I think School for Scoundrels, which, like, wasn't that good. But What, is even, what even is that? But, <laughs> but basically, it was, like, two actors that I kind of, like, followed a little bit, Shia LaBeouf and John Heater. So I was, like, really excited when this came out. How old were you when, you're, when this came out? 2007. I was in fourth. I was in grade. tenth grade. Tenth grade. Yeah. Okay. So, so I was the target market. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. This isn't <laughs> anything I saw in theaters. Oh, I don't think I did either. Um, I think I just got it. Yeah. Actually, our older brother Justin actually got this for me for Christmas one time because Blockbuster was going out of business. Yeah. And they were selling like four movies for twenty dollars, and he bought me Surfs Up in a Blockbuster case. Yep. It has a Blockbuster case and everything. <laughs> um. Yeah, but this movie is really good. It's very simple, and it's beautifully animated. That's, I mean, we've got a Toy Story Pixar animator in charge of it, so. Yeah, and it kind of, it, it has, like, one of the things rewatching it that I forgot about was it had that, like, documentary style. Yeah, which was, like, like, right before, I mean, it's right after The Office started. Yeah, so it wasn't anything, like, new, but it was kind of before it, like, got before Parks and Rec overplayed and... Like, now just everyone does it, and it's it's like, oh, this isn't even original anymore. Yeah. But now it's kind of it's oversaturated. Kind of, actually, it's kind of a parody of, like, these, like, surfing documentaries, like Endless Summer and things like oh, that. Yeah. I've never watched those. <laughs> Endless Summer has been in my Netflix, Netflix queue since I ever got Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there's a lot of actors that I had no idea was in this movie. I mean, I was fifth grade, had, I don't know who Zoe... De Chanel. Chanel. Zoe Disney Channel. I don't know. <laughs> uh, James Woods. I have no idea who that is. All I know is I recognize his voice from Recess Schools Out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I had no idea who Jeff Bridges was because I wasn't an adult. Yeah. He, he's not usually in <laughs> he's kids movies. He's basically playing like the Big Lebowski as a surfer penguin instead. Yeah. It's the Big Lebowski for kids. No, I don't think it is. I think this movie is actually Karate Kid. Karate Kid? It's Karate Kid because... Okay, so I wrote some notes down. So it's basically Karate Kid because he's trying to train for this surfing competition. And that's all he can think about. He's an angsty teenager, same as Daniel's son. And then once he meets this guy... (laughs) That sounded weird. Once he first gets on the island... And he gets challenged by Tank, and then he gets filmed, and he wipes out in front of everyone. He he steps on a sea urchin, and he gets, like, poison in his foot. 
<laughs> the sea urchin's like, gone, gone, broken, broken, gone, gone. That was a funny interview. I died laughing. Um, but they took him over to Z's house. Zeke? Geek. Yeah. They called him Geek at that time, because he was in incognito mode, I guess. Once he finds out that it's Big Z, yeah, he starts training with him, and Z is just doing these weird trials and training, like, unprecedented yeah, I can see that. training sessions. And I, there's the whole wax it, on, wax off thing. Yeah, he makes him, like, do all this cleaning and stuff, yeah. saying he's, like, training him for karate, and, and he's, like, balancing and putting cucumbers on his head. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I think I'm getting it." And he's just okay. pranking him the whole time. Okay. And he's just a he's a Mr. Miyagi was just he wasn't even a he was just a quiet guy. Wasn't he like a janitor or something? I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> but he wasn't like a huge kung fu guy known. And we might he have was to like, fact check that. He maybe. <laughs> so Daniel didn't know that Mr. Miyagi was actually like really good. He was a karate master, kung fu, whatever. Mm. And he was like, what do you know about karate? You don't know anything. He was like, I will teach you. And it's sort of the same thing. This Surf's Up is the same movie as Karate Kid. It's got the angsty teen, Shia LaBeouf, as a penguin. And paralleling with... Is that a word? Paralleling? Similar to Daniel's son in The Karate Kid. And he just... All he wanted to do was beat the bully okay and he wanted to be good at surfing and he wanted to win the competition and big z or mr miyagi didn't really train him the way he thought he should have been trained but it ended up helping him in the end yeah makes sense. basically I get it. that's all that's good that's good uh parallel yeah when when i was watching it i was kind of thinking of when he finds big z like out in the in the island in his like secluded hut in the woods in the jungle. woods and he doesn't know it's big c and i was kind of reminded of actually two things both of them being star wars <laughs> of course <laughs> it's gonna happen a lot all right so jonathan is, is a huge star wars fan and i'm a huge harry potter fan well yeah but just we get like, that out there we, we like, like both we like both but yeah but yeah all right continue um so i was reminded of empire strikes back when luke lands on dagobah and he's looking for yoda and there's this you know unassuming kind of little green oh, frog yeah. thing. Oh, he doesn't really know he doesn't really know his identity. And he's just kind of, you know, playing he's just, he's just kind of he's just kind of, you know, acting kind of dumb Girl. and looking at food and stuff like that and, and acting kind of goofy and he's just like looking for him and finally it's revealed kind of similar to this movie. But then also it like it kind of reminded me a little bit of once I was thinking along those lines of the last Jedi with Luke when he like oh he fails and he mm-hmm. goes into hiding yeah and it was kind of paralleling that I was as trying well. to connect that and so as it was well. like yeah basically just where well, Luke you know he's trying to convince him like you don't need to and you know Luke's trying to convince Ray like oh you don't need to be a Jedi and he's trying to like try and do all these different things um, it kind of reminded me of like the training tactics mm-hmm. of that as far as like training. Yeah, um, yeah, Cody, and then in surfs up. Cody's his name. I, I'm just gonna keep calling him Shia. Yeah, Shia. Shia the Shia. Penguin. Shia. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So another another thing I noticed was at the beginning was when he's given the intro to like well, who Big Z is and how he came to Antarctica, which Antarctica is really cool. 
I it's on my bucket list. It's on my bucket list to go. It's probably freezing actually, more than cool. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's frozen, (laughs) frozen planet. Uh, but okay, so he uh, Cody or Shia the penguin. He grew up in Shiverpool in Antarctica, which is a surfing, not even a surfing town. It's just where penguins live. (laughs) I don't know where these other penguins are coming from, but. And chickens. And chickens. (laughs) Chicken Um, Joe. So, (laughs) so Big Z comes down to, when, comes down to Shiverpool whenever he was a little kid. And Cody's like, Big Z could have walked up to anyone. But he came up to me. But he didn't come up to him because Shia the Penguin walked straight up to him. Yeah. But everyone out so he can meet him. <laughs> and it's just like the kids' kids' reality versus actual reality is completely different. Kids like to exaggerate. Well, there's something else funny he said too in that because he he handed him the net the necklace the Netflix the Netflix <laughs> the necklace. He's like, oh, and he handed me a one of a kind. Necklace. Oh yeah, one of a kind. And he was just like grabbing it from his assistant and in the back. Sh- it showed on. And the, it wasn't even the one off of his. <laughs> there was like six <laughs> of them hanging on like his assistant's <laughs> arms to hand out to people. It's just exaggerations, <laughs> and he just firmly believes that. Yeah, and. So, this I, I'd say the reoccurring theme in this movie is role models aren't who you think they are. Okay. So you're not your hero. You're heroes. You never want to meet your heroes. Hmm. Unless you're willing to change them. <laughs> I, I guess know. a little bit, yeah. But he comes around in the he, end. He does come around. But I, like, I kind of see it as like, it's kind of like the student-teacher relationship and like, you know, the student has to learn, but also the teacher always has a lesson to learn as well. Yeah. Well, he... Cody just has his own big Z image. Yeah. And when he actually meets him in reality, he's a completely different person. Sure. Even when he go- comes back to normal. That's true. He's just a big slob, which... Yeah. <laughs> he is Big Lebowski, I'd say. <laughs> he even has the... Uh, it's Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. He, <laughs> he even has the... On his fur coat. I guess his penguins have fur. I don't know feathers, feathers, whatever. The even on his fur coat, he has a, a stain on his white belly, <laughs> and it looks like Big Lebowski's white T-shirt with beer stains or whatever <laughs> on it. I think that was a homage or something. Good reference. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of references, uh, at the, the first thing the documentary crews would say to uh, Shy the Penguin was, "So, do you have any like talents or anything?" And he was like, "What do you like?" What do you mean, like singing and dancing or something? <laughs> no, not me. <laughs> I surf, bro. <laughs> and that was a good dig at like Happy Feet. Yeah, I actually haven't even seen Happy Feet. But I, I saw it once a long time ago. <laughs> this is way better. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. This kind of came out after Happy Feet and like uh, what's that? March, of, March the of the Penguins documentary. So penguins were in. It was it was topical in two thousand seven. People like the penguins now. Yeah. What I really noticed was. The like connections between humans and penguins, and they're like they have the same mannerisms as humans, but they have the same lifestyle as a penguin. Okay. So like, Cody's mom <laughs> making a tuna casserole. Oh yeah. She penguins like, eat tuna. Vomits it onto the plate. <laughs> <laughs> that was gross. Uh, she it's tuna casserole, but that's it. She doesn't bake it, but she, it's called casserole. Yeah. Penguins don't make casseroles. Humans make casseroles, but penguins mainly eat tuna or other fish, whatever. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. 
One of the things that stood out right away for me was just like I love the soundtrack in this movie. Oh, just yeah. the songs are awesome. Just Green Day, Green Day, Incubus. <laughs> That's it. Dirty no. Heads, <laughs> Three Eleven. Basically, Sugar Ray. This is oh, <laughs> Sugar Ray was a bop. That was the best one by far. Oh man. But yeah, <laughs> good music. It was a surfing movie, but it was should have been a skateboard movie because there's too much punk in it. <laughs> Let's talk about Chicken Joe. Chicken I Joe. think he stole the show. I think yeah, he's great. I mean, he's the only one that shows up in the sequel. So yeah. actually, I think uh, what's his name, uh, the Diedrich Bader guy, Tank. Tank. That one. I think he's in it too. I I could be wrong. Tank but. has some mental issues. What else is Diedrich Bader doing these days? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Rex Quando show. <laughs> he's an underrated actor. I always love seeing him. And stuff. Sure is. Um, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, Chicken Joe. Chicken Joe. Yeah. It was just, it he's was just, he's got the best one-liners. I mean, he's the best sidekick. He's super loyal. Yeah. Which is really weird. Um, so he's also in the competition with him, and he meets him on the way to Pengu Island. Is that what it's called? Yeah. And he's known him for like a day. And Cody <laughs> gets lost, and he's like, "Cody, where are you?" And then he like gives up all of his like weekend practice time. Before the competition, just to look for him. Yeah, the whole and movie he, is just him walking through like the <laughs> island jungle, <laughs> and he gets captured by cannibals, and he's made friends with them. And at the end, and he's like, "I'm their god" or something. <laughs> and he's he's just friendly with everybody. And you know, the reason I think he is friends with the cannibals now is because I think he is one. Hmm. You know I the have to part. Explain that one. Okay, so whenever he gave him the squid on a stick, he gave it to Cody. Cody was like, mm, it kind of tastes like chicken. <laughs> and he was just, and then uh, Chicken Joe was just like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> he looked at, they looked at each other really weird. And I think Chicken Joe is a cannibal because he eats his own, he eats chicken. Hmm, I didn't pick up on that. So get this. On my search for Cody, I bump into my hot tub buddies again. <laughs> Oh, I get it. You guys look hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably got the munchies or something. I know, memento. Squidito on el stickito. Speaking of food, okay. So, one of my favorite things about childhood movies is that growing up watching these movies, you notice certain things like foods, animated foods, that aren't really normal, that you wouldn't see in normal life. And it's, it just looks really good. Delicious. Delicious animated foods. <laughs> like, I want to eat it, weirdly. <laughs> and there's not really anything in this movie besides there's squid on the stick. Yeah. There's clams. Nobody really likes clams. Yeah. But the thing that popped out was Chicken Joe's dad. <laughs> it was a bucket of chicken. It was a bucket of fried chicken. They're talking about how Chicken Joe is an orphan because his dad... <laughs> Turned into a bucket of chicken. Where is he from? Sheboygan? Yeah, like yeah, Lake Michigan or something. That's <laughs> <laughs> where he learned to surf in a lake. In Lake Michigan. <laughs> and Chicken Joe's really good at surfing. He doesn't even try. Yeah, he wins the whole competition. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so yeah, this I guess this week's episode of most delicious looking uh, food goes to Chicken Joe's dad. Chicken Joe's dad. Chicken Joe's Rest dad. in pieces. Rest in ten piece. Extra crispy. <laughs> One thing that I noticed in this movie was the lifeguards. 
why the heck do they use squids as their life preservers? It's something unique. <laughs> like the know. little red bar that life the lifeguards use. Yeah, it wasn't a red bar. It was a red, red squid, squid, and it was big. <laughs> and they were just like had eyes and everything, and it was just looking around, like had no care in the world. I it's just weird. It's a weird <laughs> thing. Another thing was that Cody trained on ice. He trains. He trained himself surfing on ice. He's used to that. How does that even work? <laughs> well, he didn't surf on ice. It was water. No, no, he surfed on water. Right. Yeah. With an ice board. Oh. Ice can get dry, but not when it's in the water. So if you're in the water, how do you not slip off? We walk, he, he walks around on Antarctica all the time. Yeah, but ice. it's he doesn't snow. Slip it's rough ice. Yeah. It's slippery. Well, He's got some grippy feet. <laughs> we'll have to ask him. I mean, this is a documentary, so it has to be real. Yeah. We'll have to ask him. I guess he's a real guy. <laughs> Overall, it's got some good animation in it. And it's got... Uh, it's a good story about two friends. Chicken Joe and Cody. Yeah. They are best friends. They even each other out. And it's also about Shia LaBeouf and Zoe Disney Channel getting together. I'm never going to be able to say De Chanel. You just did. Zoe Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Zoe Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Who's that girl? It's Dave. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so this movie um i was looking at wikipedia it says it was nominated for like an academy award for like best feature film yeah. but it lost to ratatouille that year so well that's it's expected. accurate <laughs> <laughs> but i did think the animation was pretty good in this movie consider it was like was it like really a sony, sony pictures animation sony pictures and, and at that time i think it's hard to do water it's really hard to animate, animate water. water and this is like, what year did Finding Nemo come out? 03? It was 03. 03. So this is four years after Finding Nemo came out. And even in Finding Nemo, there wasn't really much of above-the-water animation. And this is all above the water. Yeah. And it's really hard to animate these waves, so that's very impressive. Yeah. How they did all that. It looked awesome. It looked amazing. Especially that like little like practice spot that Big Z has oh, like, yeah. on the other side of the island. It's just yeah, like yeah. paradise. Get ready. What is this stuff? That's poop. <laughs> For a major ocean picture. Moment of silence for them. And we keep it moving. Surf's up. You're going to want to watch it over and over. Can I get in line now to see it? Rated PG. This story follows a teenage rock hopper penguin named Cody Maverick from his hometown of Shiverpool, Antarctica, where all of the other penguins think he's nothing but a surfing fool, <laughs> to the Big Sea Memorial Surf-Off on Pengu Island. Young Cody is determined to win the most important competition in the world of penguin surfing in honor of Big Z, a deceased surfing legend whom he has idolized since childhood. But the waves in Pengu are different in Shiverpool, and the competition is steep. The current champ, egotistical Tank Evans, isn't just about to let this penguin knock him off. Is knock him off from first place without a fight. When Cody wipes out and encounters Geek, 
recluse aging former surfer living in the jungle. He learns some important lessons about life surfing and even teaches Geek a thing or two. Thing or two. A thing or two. So that's a good that's a good uh, plot summary. Because it doesn't spoil. What's the big spoiler alert that Geek is actually Big Z? Oh yeah, everyone knows the minute they saw him. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. They 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 Maybe play it's because I'm an adult like... now, but I can't believe I didn't notice that as a kid. It shows Big Z, and I guess it's his tattoos technically, but it's part of his like coat. Yeah. The design. He had like those Hawaiian flower flowers on his side, and I didn't see any other penguin like that. Um, I think he- Tank had some tribal tattoos, but <laughs> it was very noticeable that it was that. And then once Geek had him in, after Geek peed on him, he had uh, taken his Big Z necklace off and looked at it. And he just shook his head, took it off. That's very noticeable that he was Big Z. Like oh, how he's yeah, just they, fat. They played that whole like secret identity thing a little bit too long. But they they revealed it pretty early. I remember I yeah. for some reason I remember that happening way before. Or I mean way like at the end. <laughs> but it was in the middle. Yeah. I'm reading through the um parents guide on common sense media for surfs up. Okay. There's a mom complaining on here. She's saying it's Yay. Just, it's for Let's ten name and her up. Karen. Ten and up is what she she says it's it's for ages 10 and up. This is inappropriate innuendos. My five-year-old is now constantly <laughs> saying pecker face and making rude attitude-filled spitting noises to everything he doesn't like. <laughs> hey, it's better than saying the actual thing, I guess. Oh, good old Karen. Mm. We need to make that a reoccurring thing. Alex McCormick. Parent guy. Overall, oh. reviews give it three out of five stars on Common Sense Media. Oh, this movie did really bad. <laughs> It had a hundred thousand dollars budget, yeah, or hundred thousand, wait, hundred million, hundred million, yeah, at a hundred million dollar budget, and it opening weekend it made seventeen million. Uh, well, overall is fifty eight. Fifty eight. Overall in the USA it says fifty eight. Uh, well, worldwide though it made the money. One hundred forty nine, but that's yeah, not it, that good. No, it didn't. It, not that's enough why, to make that, a sequel. That's why the sequel went straight to DVD. <laughs> it still made a hundred million dollars, so. Yeah. Is it true that, like, in most voice acting situations, all the actors are recording separately? I think mostly, yeah. The standard, I mean, most people have their own, professional voice actors have their own studios in their houses. Yeah. They just record lines and send it in. Um, in this movie, though, they record it all in the same room. Okay. Um, yeah, it says, which is unusual for animated movies. Uh, well, I guess a lot of the voices in this are more, like, Re- you know, not usually major, yeah. major movie stars that don't regularly do a lot of voice. They acting. kind of fed off of each other too. But I think after this, John Heater started doing a lot more because yeah. he because he did a voice like in Monster House after this. And, oh yeah. Um, I think he's done a little bit more since then. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's different when it's just kind of like real actors instead of yeah. <laughs> voice actors. And that, I said real actors with air quotes. Air quotes. You can hear those right <laughs> to the listener. The directors Ash Brannon and Chris Buck provided the voices for the film crew. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Kind of meta. Yeah. (laughs) It's a pretty short movie. It's like an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, it's nice. I think a lot of movies are too long nowadays. Well, for kids, they have short attention spans, but 
I think the parents wanting to take a little break. They want longer movies. <laughs> That'll be good. That'll be good for us, reviewing all these kids' movies. They won't have to be watching. So do you have a favorite scene in the movie? I don't know. I really, my favorite part of the movie was when he was in Antarctica. Just because yeah. of the... I was going to say the same thing. That was his whole, like, lifestyle. And I just like watching all of his neighbors and all the people, the village people, reacting to Cody, the yeah. oddball. Just Yeah, I really like the beginning. It's like, when I think of this movie, I always remember the shot, like, right at the beginning of, like... It's like nighttime, and he's like, he's like, oh, my parents don't understand me, and then he like <laughs> swims out into the ocean. It's like, and the, that Incubus song is playing, and he's just like <laughs> sitting on a surfboard out in the water, staring at the moon. It's just like I always think of Can't that. Can't wait shot. to get out of this town. <laughs> I always think of that. Right, the big waves, and like the Green Day song at the beginning. Yeah, and I, yeah I remember a lot of that. Good and vibes. That that and just like the whole setting of like Big Z's like practice. You know, yeah, that beach. was a good spot. It's just like a place I'd like to hang out. Like, yeah, you know, take a couple of days of vacation, just like hang out and on the water there, and like oh, I'll make my own surfboard. That bird poop slide in the middle with him and Lonnie. Oh yeah, that looked fun. Oddly satisfying. I I'd ride that. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool too. Would you, which would you go down the bird poop side? Bird poop side. <laughs> uh, probably on accident. Yeah, I probably would. Yeah, I, do I wouldn't it on mean purpose. to. <laughs> I do it on purpose. It was glow worms. Glow worms, yeah. I feel like every kid's movie, every successful kid's movie has like a secret slide or ride or something that no one knows about. Like in Monsters, yeah. Inc., they go and ride on the doors, the, the door track. Yeah, the, the track that's like moving the doors in and yeah. around the warehouse. and Yeah. And then in Toy Story 2, there's the... Uh, TSA conveyor belts. The luggage. The luggage um, line. Yeah. And it's just a lot a lot of good movies have that. Yeah, it's probably like a Casper. Play. It's oh yeah. <laughs> like the secret roller coaster. They should have made that at Universal. You have to sit down. That's exactly what I was gonna say, is that it's probably a ploy in all these movies to like merchandise and like, like Disney or or uh, Universal. That would work. They just have like some like yeah. But Sony isn't owned by Disney or Universal. Yeah, so I guess not. Was Sony about to do their own? Maybe they were. Theme park? In 2007, maybe they were like on the verge of like announcing a theme park, and then the housing market went down, and <laughs> everyone lost their jobs, and then <laughs> it's a ride that we'll never get to we'll see. We'll never know. We'll never get to. Yeah, well, speaking of like merchandise, I'm surprised. Like, I wonder if you can buy one of these like seashell necklaces with like Ooh. the z on there amazon if nothing else i'm sure there's like plush dolls of penguins and chicken joe surfs up maybe not specific enough because all i can see is t-shirts that says surfs up on it <laughs> just generic yeah <laughs> That's the trouble with that generic title. Movie. Nothing except the three-pack DVD of Surf's Up, March of the Penguins, and Mr. Popper's Penguins. Okay. It's Penguin Pack. <laughs> Happy Feet. Oh, yeah. Penguins of Madagascar. I forgot about Madagascar. That's what... Pengu Island reminded me of was the Madagascar Island. Oh, yeah. I, I could see that. But... I was waiting to see those pesky-looking penguins. 
It looks like there was McDonald's toys. Were there? Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at some pictures of those. Other than that, I don't I don't see much else. What is the Rotten Tomatoes score on this? I don't know. Let me look it up. Rotten. 79%. 79? That's pretty good. Yeah. As it should. As it should. It's a good, it's a good fun movie. It's a good quality movie. Got, got some good vibes. Especially at the beginning. With yeah. Green Day. Angsty teens. I can relate. That's a good visual, visual style that I like. Yeah, the site... The site's consensus reads, Surf's Up is a laid-back, visually stunning animated movie that brings a fresh twist to some fam- familiar conventions. <laughs> it really is, though. It's, it's a witty, beautiful movie. Mo- it's witty mockumentary format is fun and inventive, and the CGI is breathtakingly realistic. Yeah. So The water, the sand. Ooh, you know what was really cool? Seeing the, uh, the grains of the coal wood making oh, yeah. the surfboard. Yeah. And he's like, with the grain. And it's just like peeling With up. With the grain. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I always want to make my own surfboard from that. With a seashell. <laughs> make it perfect looking. If you want to make it hard on yourself, yeah, you can do that. Okay. <laughs> I will never surf. I probably won't either. I did, I've done like skimboarding. I've done water skiing. And I just fall down all the time. What's another kids movie that has surfs surfing in it? Surfing kids movie. Um, Lilo and Stitch. It's kind of. That's based in Hawaii. That counts. Hawaiian roller coaster ride. <laughs> what happens in Hawaii? I'm pretty sure there's like a Three Surf. Ninjas movie that's like Surf Ninjas or something. Three Ninjas. <laughs> that's an obscure, yeah, obscure like '90s series. Even Stevens movie. Okay. Yeah. Also with Shia LaBeouf. Now I gotta look up the Three Ninjas movies. I'm like totally wrong on this. So, so far, how does this movie rank with all the other movies that we've gone over? <laughs> well, so far, um, let's go over the list we've done so far. I think last week we didn't do anything, meaning... Wait, this is our first episode, so... So this is just number one. This is default. number one so far. This, as of right now, Surf's Up is the greatest kids movie of all time. Don't at me. <laughs> okay, so there is a movie. It's not one. Maybe it's a spinoff of the Three Ninjas series, but there's a movie called Surf Ninjas, 1993. And it also looks like it has Leslie Nielsen in it. So, oh, great. I need to see this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Rob Schneider. Oh, man. And Leslie Nielsen in a couple of kids. That's gold. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> we need to watch this. Yeah, that would be great. I aspire to have a good friend, my best friend, to be Chicken Joe. Chicken Joe. Chicken Joe is yeah. the best friend. He, it makes you just want to, like, be that guy. Yeah, you know? he's such a good, solid, wholesome dude. Just, yeah. Good values. Nothing, he shakes everything nothing, off his nothing back. Bothers nothing bothers him. him. He gets his stuff done, and in the end, he wins the competition. Yeah. And you can say, like, oh, Cody, let him win. At the same time, like, he was up there in the top three. Like, he was surfing with the best of them. Yeah. So, I mean, he had an equal shot at winning, just like the other guys, so. But, yeah, Chicken Joe is who we should all aspire to be. Yeah. He's a role model for this this movie. What, do you think he was a stoner? No, he would never do that. (laughs) This is a kid's movie. Yeah. (laughs) 
You gotta try this blowhole thing, man. This whale dude is giving me a brain freeze. <laughs> Easy going. We should... <laughs> we should sort... <laughs> all these characters... <laughs> into Hogwarts houses. Chicken Joe. I don't even know what that would be. Chicken Joe would be in Hufflepuff. Okay. Obviously. Obviously. Because he's loyal. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're doing this. We're doing all these characters right now. Let's just change the, the Hufflepuff mascot to a, to a chicken. Just a bucket of, a, of fried chicken. A bucket of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> instead of a, a badger. All right, so Cody. Main character. Main character does not always have to be in Gryffindor. But I'm thinking he might be in Gryffindor. Yeah, he's, he's like brave. He's brave. He goes goes out on his own. You know what? He might be. He might be a Slytherin though, because he's very ambitious, and resourceful. But is he like cunning or sly or anything like that? No, I don't think so. I think he's just a standard Gryffindor. Standard Griff. Yeah. All right, and then Lonnie. You know, I you could say maybe she's a Slytherin. Why would she be a Slytherin? Because she's like. All these years, she's, like, been trying and failing to get Big C out of his, like, you know, state of isolation. Mm -hmm. So, I, I imagine maybe she's tried some kind of, like, slick stuff to try and, like, yeah. trick him into coming okay, out. Okay, I can out. see that. And, like, all this stuff has not worked. <laughs> and it took a Gryffindor to come and, like, bring Big Z back to the back to the forefront of people's minds. Yeah, because Gryffindor's the best house. <laughs> Suck it, Slytherin. That's why it didn't work. <laughs> That's my that's my case. I'm I'm sticking to it. All right, that that works. What Big would Big Z, Z? Big Z, I don't kind know. Kind of a washed up. I don't. We gotta sort him into I, a house from. I don't think of like anybody in this movie being in Ravenclaw. <laughs> I don't really picture anybody being like particularly smart. Snobby, smart. Yeah. No offense know. to Ravenclaws. <laughs> What's the bird's name? Bird's name. The uh, they're all birds. But oh, the Mike. The, yeah, the recruiter. Yeah, that one. That I think flew he would, around and got Cody. Yeah, I think he would be in Ravenclaw for sure. All right. Yeah, that works. And then Tank. Tank. He's not a Slytherin. He's too dumb. He's not definitely not a Ravenclaw because he's too dumb. Oh, well, Hufflepuff then, I guess. I think he's a Gryffindor. Gryffindor? Not. There are some bad Gryffindors. He's a dirty trash can full of poop. We're not. We're not just the good guys, mm. and there's some good Slytherins too. So, I'm gonna put him in Gryffindor because. He's very cocky. Cares a little too much about his trophies. Yeah. Prideful. Apparently he lives with his mom, too. <laughs> what was that about? He's like his the mom best surfer. <laughs> He's like the best surfer being shown on ESPN. Oh, I mean, S-P-E-N. S-P-E-N. He's like the greatest surfer in the world. <laughs> that, that's a penguin. And he still lives with his mom. I guess they don't have money, so... Yeah. What's what would be their currency? Shells. Shell. Gold trophies. Gold. Yeah. He. Yeah. Tank That's, had Tank had some issues. Well, going on. He was just obsessed with material things. His ladies. Yeah. I don't know. It kind of sounds like a Slytherin. Yeah, but what does that mean? How is how is he a Slytherin? I don't know. He's just a general antagonist. He's a Slytherin. <laughs> okay. No, he's a he's a. You know what? Actually, no. He's both. I say we don't even sort him into a house. He doesn't get he to be in get, Hogwarts. He didn't get into Hogwarts. No. He's he a, went. He went to Durmstrang. He's a squib. He went to Durmstrang. I'm still on the three I'm ninjas thinking, Wikipedia page. Let's do Geek, not Big Z, because he wasn't. Ah, two personalities. 
Big Z wasn't in the movie. It was Geek. It was his personality. Well, the flashback. Yeah, but he didn't speak really. You can. He didn't have any character development. Hmm. Let's just do Geek. I don't know what he would be. He's not loyal. He's not a Hufflepuff. He's not helpful. He's very like into being Zen, kind of Buddhist, kind of like. He's he's very selfish, in a way. I'm going with he says he says he doesn't want to like engage in like competitions and all that, but really he's like afraid to lose. And he knows he's the best. Well, he doesn't. He lost his confidence well, he, in his last. Okay. His last. But he doesn't mean contest. he's not super smart. No, he's not. Yeah, he's, he knows he's what the he's best. Doing. So I'm thinking, Big Z is a Ravenclaw. I guess he's an expert in his field. Now I need to brush up on all the houses and the qualities <laughs> and all that. Yeah. I typically just think Gryffindor good, Slytherin bad, Ravenclaw smart, Hufflepuff Left whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever. Wow. They extras in <laughs> movie <Ravenclaw>. extras. <laughs> oh man. I I think Z is a Ravenclaw for sure. Chicken Joe is a Hufflepuff. Cody is a Gryffindor or Slytherin. What do we do on that one? Slytherin. Who? Cody. He's ambitious and resourceful. Uh, I'd say just Gryffindor. No. Just regular. He's Slytherin. Gryffindor. He's Slytherin. Cody is a Slytherin. All right, so we're just going to change up every single one. No, no, no. Cody is on. a Slytherin. He's got to be because How? Slytherins are very cunning and very resourceful and very ambitious. Okay. In what ways was he cunning? I don't know, but you don't have to have all of them. His main thing was ambitious I mean, I and guess, resourceful. I guess he was he persuasive. Built, and, and He's persuasive. Know, he brought, you know, Big Z back. He convinced Mike to be on the team, or the join the competition. I think you're just trying to just He's avoid using Gryffindor as a classification. I don't care. He's a Slytherin. Agree <laughs> to disagree. He was resourceful in making his own... He made a freaking surfboard out of ice. I mean... That's resourceful to me. To you, but he's not ambitious. To a Everyone can do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> they don't even have opposable thumbs. <laughs> Cody right, is I'll, a Slytherin. I'll go with you. I'll go with Cody's you. Cody's a Slytherin. Amen. All right, oh, let's wrap this up. Oh, and shout out to his like older brother. He was kind of funny. Oh yeah, Brian. He's kind of a bully. Brian Posen or something. Yeah. He's pretty funny. Glenn. Glenn. Glenn Maverick. This interview's over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. Yeah. So is this podcast. So is the podcast. Um, any conclusions from this movie? Any standouts? It's a good flick for sure. Good flick for sure. I think it's a solid rewatch. I will show my kids this one day. It holds up. It holds up. It's not it's anything not... that like you feels cringy or weird. Yeah. Like as soon as we started watching it, I was like, "This is gonna be good." This oh is gonna my hold goodness! Up. This I and forgot I about it. all this. You know, it holds, it holds up so pretty well. And it has a good message. Talks about role models and meeting your heroes and becoming your own person. Yeah. It's got, and then it has got a good friendship good aspect there. to it, too. Good thing. Well, other than that, good, I think... Good animation. Oh, beautiful animation. That's probably my favorite thing about it. All right, and quotes. And, Shia, quotes? and, and Shia LaBeouf before he went off the deep end. I am a huge Shia LaBeouf fan, and <laughs> I support him in anything he will ever do. <laughs> I'm sorry, I grew up with even Stevens, Holes, this movie, and he's back in the game with Peanut Butter Falcon. Transformers. Mojo, I love you. <laughs> Transformers <laughs> 1, no other Transformers movie at all. The yeah. rest of them are garbage. No, I, lo- I, love, I love Shia LaBeouf too. Shia LaBeouf is the best. He's one of the my favorite childhood actors. Yeah. 
We should we should have a list of our favorite like actors yes. too. Shia LaBeouf's on there. Shia LaBeouf. Pe- people on, a lot of movie in, a lot of people in this movie are on that list. John yeah. Heater, Shia LaBeouf, Dietrich Bader. We look up to him. Classic <laughs> people. Jeff Bridges is good, but <laughs> but he I don't I wouldn't put him on our list. Our list is going to be kind of niche. Well, that's like <laughs> your <laughs> opinion, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, there was a good quote from Tank. It was like a role model. No, but I do consider myself somebody that kids should look up to. <laughs> so dumb. I love it. It's just so... It's low-hanging fruit. It's the best. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then whenever those three kids are talking about Tank in the interview, one of the girls is like, he's a big steaming pile of poop. That's that's my standout quote. That and kid's then, pretty funny. He just keeps like running, trying to go <laughs> under the water. And Arnold, like, not again! <laughs> Whenever the whistle was blowing for all the for the competition to start, he started going out there too. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Arnold. I bet that's what the second movie's about. Maybe I'll never know. I'm not gonna watch it. We are, dear listener. We are strongly against straight to DVD, straight to video sequels. We will never, we have taken a vow not to watch them. Sandlot 2, no. Not canon. <laughs> George of the Jungle 2, no. no. Uh, Inspector Gadget 2, heck no. No. Uh, Shrek of, 2, yes. Because it went in the theaters. No. Shrek 2, yes. Shrek 2, yes. It's got to have the same actors. If the first one was a movie that went to theaters, then the second one's got to go to theaters. It's if easy. I ever buy it, ever, I'm going to just instantly throw it away. I have no respect for those. Different directors, different actors. Even though this one has John Heater in it, he doesn't want to be in it. You know it. <laughs> now, you did buy the straight-to-DVD Stitch the movie. That was like a sequel to Lilo. Yeah, when I was nine. <laughs> Saved up for that, dude. And you still have that. Probably. Oh, and then, like, one of... I mean, the best quote of them all is just, like, when Chicken Joe's walking through the, the jungle... Looking for Cody. Looking for Cody, and he's like... I know he's around here somewhere. I could feel it in my nuggets. That's the winner. That's... That's, I was just, I died laughing at that the other <laughs> night when we watched it. It's, I forgot about that my quote. Nuggets. It's just John Heater playing himself, really. It's awesome. <laughs> Where would the nuggets be <laughs> on a chicken? I don't want to think about it. <laughs> and why would he be feeling it in his nuggets? Feel it in my nuggets. Oh. John Heater is a gift. We don't deserve John Heater. <laughs> he needs to come back. Yeah, John Heater kind of fell off the face of the earth too they all, I mean, like I said a little bit earlier it's like the only relevant bit. person is Zoe Deschanel I mean John Heater's doing a lot of like voice acting stuff I think now yeah um, and the occasional live action thing but yeah I mean well no she's not the biggest one Jeff Bridges it's like the biggest one but he's one. not relevant now yeah he is he's still what has doing he done stuff. he's the dude he's always relevant he's the dude <laughs> Let's look at him. Get that stain out of my carpet. He's probably in his own bowling league or something. <laughs> He's constantly working. Yeah, but not like popular, popular. I mean, the biggest thing he was probably in recently was Kingsman, the Golden Circle. Oh, okay, well then. Makes sense. Bad Times at the El Royale, which I didn't see that. Oh, before. yeah. That's because we are kids movie film critics. Tron not- Legacy. I love that movie. Jeremy has never seen it all the way through. Every time I try to show it to him, he falls I, asleep. I have seen that movie three times. I've probably seen it all. 
combined once, <laughs> but I've never seen Tron Legacy without falling asleep. I love that movie. I don't understand why. I need to give it another shot. I actually rewatched it recently, and I was I was a little bit bored at some parts, and I was like falling asleep. And I could it, see. It's I could such see a why, dark why movie. It's got such a cool like visual aesthetic. Visually, too. yeah. And the soundtrack with Daft Punk is awesome. Okay. Daft Punk is the best. It's it's a great movie. <laughs> For another for another episode. Another time. So far, number one movie on our list. Yep, we'll see good if that movie. holds up for next episode. We'll I got a, I got a good pick for us next time. Yeah, next week it's your turn, huh? You'll see. And we'll see you next time on Inside Quotes. See ya. Bye.